Well, hello. Welcome to Aubrey the Podcast. Today, I picked something from the box. I talk about sparkotypes, the importance of keeping a sense of humor, also known as the state of comedy today, as well as shoulds, morality, and the choices we make. You know, the light stuff. Thanks for joining me. Let's go. I'm going to pick three cards from my very magic box, History of My Thinking. These are all the thoughts that I've ever had worth pursuing. (gasps) I hope not. Would that be tragic? God, this would be, I'd have to put this box under lock and key if that was the case. These were like everything my life depended on was in this box. (laughs) No, chances are I'm going to look in this box and be like, I don't think that anymore. Okay. So anyway, I've written down these cards and today I've pulled out. This is what I wrote. A lot of these I dictate while I'm walking. So I might have to translate it. What else can we see? What else? Wait, what else can we see there? What else is there to perceive in front of us? Attempted to love those things which we do not love or who have asked that we are afraid to love. That is just a matter of choice for us. The choice is whether to focus on what we are hurt by others, looking for some things we can love in another. The choice is whether, so what did I mean here? The choice is whether to, trying to translate it into English, the choice is whether to focus on what we are hurt by or looking for some things that we can love in one another, even if it's just expressed in this sense of vulnerability inside of them. No idea what that means. What else can we see there? What else is there to perceive in front of us? Attempted to love those things which we do not love or who have asked that we are afraid to love. That is just a matter of choice for us. Okay, well, I like that because it's about choosing to look deeper and look broader and not getting stuck on this idea of just choosing to look at what's hurt us, looking beyond our fear of loving those who are asking to be loved or a situation that's just asking for love. It's a choice. It is. We like to feel helpless about love. I think a lot of the time it's more romantic to feel swept away and choiceless in love or swept away and choiceless in fear or hurt. Feels a little more justified, I think. Okay, so there's that. I hope the rest are a little more clear. Sparkotype. I'd like to help people suffer less. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so... I wrote this because I liked this book. So this guy, Jonathan Jonathan Goldstein, I've just spaced out in his name. Yes. His name is Jonathan Goldstein. I know this is true. Oh, it might not be right. Hang on. You know, he's like a big podcast guy, an author. My God, I was not right. It's Jonathan Fields wrote a book called Sparkotype. He has that podcast called The Good Life Podcast. And I love this book. And I love that he came up with these types. I always am interested in all these personality tests and ways of diagnosing ourselves and categorizing ourselves. And he seems like he would come up with some pretty interesting work. And he did. And he devised, I think it's 10 types. One, two, three. I think it's 10 types. Five. And I went through a certification. I don't think I finished the end of the certification where I didn't submit my hours of working with people, but it's a really cool concept. He basically is devoted to helping people discover what work makes them come alive. And for some reason, I wrote a note about why 
I was studying the sparkotypes because apparently I needed to tell myself why. And that why is because I like to help people suffer less, which is absolutely true. I have nothing deeper to say than that other than check out the book (laughs) or listen to one of his podcasts about it or call me. I'll tell you about it. We can do a little test. I'll tell you your sparkotype. Okay, here's my third card. What about a series of, oh wait, this might be a big idea. No, that's a writing idea. That's not going to be a podcast. Let's pick another card. Ooh, okay. I'm feeling sassy in this one. Hey, I've got questions too, Aubrey told no one in particular. Like how to keep a sense of humor about humans without hurting people with my laughter. And what are the real shoulds in life? Are there any? Okay, so I don't really know why I wrote this one. I think this reflects my, I do have a creeping concern most of the time about our ability to laugh at ourselves. And because we live in a time when we unnaturally know about everything going on in the entire world all the time. Breaking news. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. And it paints a dim, dark picture of what's going on in the world. And it affects people's moods. And it affects people's sense of safety. And people can respond in ugly ways when they're afraid and worried that their sense of safety, security, way of life is being threatened when it really might not be. It just might be a news piece of something happening far, far away from you. Not that we shouldn't care about it. But today's transparency in media makes everything seem relevant to everybody. And it's not natural. This is a long roundabout way of saying, I think everyone's in a really bad mood and taking way too many things way too personally. And so I wonder, my creeping concern, my creeping chronic concern is, what happens to humor if everybody's in a bad mood and feeling threatened and taking themselves seriously and taking life seriously. It's like, I don't think we can take life seriously 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. We need some outlet. We need a way to process some of those moods. We need a way to process the fear, process the worry, the anger. Man, do we need a way to process anger. Because we can't just yell it at people. We can't go around killing people or hitting people or hurting people or hating people. We've got to come to terms with not everything in the world works the way that we want it to. And not everything in the world works in a way that's conducive to our health and happiness. And so already I'm like, well, easy for you to say sitting there in your little ruffled sleeves. But I'm sorry, despite the fact that I have blonde hair and look the way I do and have a substantial amount of privilege, it still doesn't wipe out the fact that I have a brain and a heart and I'm worried about our ability to laugh at things that are not funny as a way to lighten the load of those things and to accept difference. Comedy does a really good job of helping us to accept difference. And it starts with laughing at ourselves. And here I am giving you a very stern lecture about laughing at yourself. But human beings, I'm sorry, we're really funny. We're funny. We're weird. We are misguided and 
We bumping into each other and bumping into things in our own heads all the time, stumbling, making mistakes, fumbling around, just trying to figure out how to do our lives. Humor is really helpful at pointing out that fact and helping people lighten up. Oh my God, there are people of different religions who don't like each other, and there are people of different religions who get along famously and every shade of gray in between. There are people of every color under the sun. There are people with different rites and rituals that are sacred to them, that look weird to other people. There are people with sexual proclivities that are weird and bizarre to other people and are perfectly natural and self-satisfying to others. And, you know, let's just, human sexuality is funny. It's, it's weird. You know, it's, it's funny. That's why there are the most jokes about it. Poop is funny. And what's funny is how I have nothing else to say after I say poop is funny. <laughs> All of the stuff we don't want to talk about is funny. Bathroom habits are funny. Bedroom habits are funny. Our secrets are funny. What scares us is funny. It can be. I think we need to let more of it be funny and not just be instantly offended. I mean, racism can be funny. Doesn't mean racism is funny. We can laugh at it. We can make it funny. We can undemonize it as a topic of conversation that only some people can participate in in certain ways. So we have to take some of the rules off, some of the bumpers off the conversation and let conversations get a little messy. And I think humor does a really good job of that. I think that's all I want to say in that right now. But I think that that's what this card is. What are the real shoulds in life, honestly? Are there any? Yeah, I think there are some. The ones that come immediately to mind, the real shoulds, have a heart. Have a heart for yourself and for other people. Have a heart for other organisms. Have a heart for the planet. We are a part of it all. Have a heart for your neighbor. Have a heart for people you don't like. It's okay not to like someone. You don't have to hate somebody. Have a heart for things that make you uncomfortable. Have a heart that people are different. Have a heart for people who are doing a horrible job in their life and really screwing up yours because of it. Have a heart for them knowing that maybe they're just doing the best they can. Have a heart for that asshole who cut you off in traffic. Have a bit of a heart for him or her, knowing that maybe she's having a shit life at home, taking care of a mom with Alzheimer's or her ex-husband stole all her money or her kid just died of an overdose. Who knows? We don't know what people are going through. So have a heart. That's a should. I'm going to put that. Have a heart. I don't think the majority of the people in the world are ill-intentioned. I really don't misguided maybe, sometimes ignorant, yes. Worried, scared, afraid, definitely. So you know what helps in those situations? Having a heart. And from that, I think once you perfect having a heart, you, me, all of us, I think really standing by some strong values, having a value system that we live by. You don't need rules, like crazy, like morality baked into laws. People know what's right and wrong might disagree on what's right and wrong, but in general, everyone knows killing other people is bad. So whatever form it comes in, it's weird. It's because everybody knows what's going on all over the world. There are a lot of people trying to take responsibility and take control of situations in the world that have nothing to do with them and are not calling out to be fixed by these people trying to take control of them. 
That's a total, that's a detour. So yeah, real shouldn't like have a heart. And that segued really nicely back into the choice. Once we have a heart, it makes it much easier to make a choice to look from the heart. We could sit there and mentalize and mentalize and mentalize and mentalize and churn and churn and churn our thoughts about what hurt us, who hurt us, how they hurt us, how they're going to hurt us, how they hurt us and will hurt us again, and being afraid of this hurting your life and that ruining your family. I'm not saying bad things don't happen. We don't have to anticipate it all the time. We definitely don't have to live in the past all the time. We don't have to relive those hurts. That's a choice. Someone hurts you. It's your choice to replay it over and over and over again. You can refer back to it like a valuable document when you have to interact with that person again and use it as sort of a, hmm, let me just refer back to this document so that you can act wisely in a situation using past information. But then you don't have to take the document, keep hitting your head. You know, it's a choice. And people and choices imply responsibility. And that is a word that we don't like very much as human beings. We have a knee-jerk reflex to responsibility. And that is a whole other podcast episode, or 10, about the concept of choices, consequences, responsibility, and freedom. We all want freedom. Do we want to make choices that allow us, that grant us earned freedom? And I'm not talking about, you know, the problem of freedom in this country. We're talking about the right to do whatever you gosh darn want to. We just don't. We don't have the right to do whatever we want to without the responsibility piece baked into it because actions have consequences. Okay, that was light. I sure hope I don't sound like some schoolmarm lecturing you because these are things I just tell myself all day long. I don't tell myself all day long, but these are things that I like to think about when I read the news and when I think about modern behavior or capitalist behaviors or just greedy behaviors or asshole behaviors or just bad behavior in general. I like thinking about human behavior and what makes us happier and what makes us behave better. So these are things I like to think about. All right, let's make a better world. All right. Bye.